sweeping the floors open. <laughs> is that what it is? Kind of. sounded like Jack Johnson. <laughs> it is Jack Johnson. It's Jack Johnson Flake. Oh, oh yeah. that's a good one too. Yeah. It, um, that, but yeah, oh, I was close. Yeah, you could have just we could have kept going with it. Um, that reminds Jackson me Flake. of college and all the pot that I used to smoke, and we would like listen to Jack Johnson. Me all too, day. but I geeked out most of the time. <laughs> so yeah, that was. Um, thank you for interrupting me. I was really just getting into it. Um, but you, um, you got that one. I was so excited. Finally, I knew one. You got that one, and you didn't get um, Johnny Cash "Ring of Fire." No, I'm not very. Ah, uh, <laughs> Megan, welcome back. Thanks, glad to be back. It's been a while. It has been a while. I was worried that Dishner was going to do so well that I was just going to get replaced. His actually was one of the most uh, highest listened to. It was really funny. Um, podcast. Um, we also talked about the Squatty Potty. I think that might have something to do with it. And you know, <laughs> we you know had to pick five. It wasn't winners. the fact that you guys talked about dipping and smoking cigarettes. We time. talked about that too, um, <laughs> and we got a lot of feedback that people kind of like when we get raw and real like that. Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah. So today is. We don't do these daily. I don't even know why I'm saying this, but today is December 3rd. Yes, it is. <laughs> Come at you live with news today. Um, We've got a great show and you're kind of nervous because we have a lineup that you haven't even looked at that I just created. Yeah, because when you come in, I literally just say, just don't talk to me anymore. We'll just, <laughs> I will be the old Yenta that just um, shares my just feelings. Comments just everything. comments on everything. Yeah. Well, then let's start with you. What have you been up to? What For those of us that don't follow you on Facebook, even though I do. Don't follow us, me on Facebook or Snapchat. I've been <laughs> Snapchatting a lot. I'm going to join Snapchat just to find you. I'm, I'm pretty funny. Uh, I'm not, I, I, I don't brag about anything in life except Snapchat. <laughs> Um, it's kind of R-rated, so don't look for me. Um, but I'm fresh off a trip to the happiest place in the world. The most magical place on earth. The most magical place on the earth, Disney. Um, and it's the most Instagrammed place in Florida. That's what you said. Yeah. Um, was just what about California? I don't know. California, it's Disneyland. Yeah. Is it the most Instagram place in, in California? Yeah. There was a it whole is. list that I just read this morning. Yeah. Alaska. It's like Denali National Park, Illinois. It's Wrigley Field. It's like every single state. It lists the most Instagrammed location because on Instagram, you can actually What's Montana? make a location tag. Oh, man. I'm going to look it up right now because this I is just, a really good thing. Look I it up. just saw this list this morning and the Montana one is why would we talk about this instead of. I don't know, because there's what so I'm many doing. good things to talk about. But talk, go back to what you were saying. Oh, go back to what I'm saying while you look this up. Um, so we went to Disney World, um, happiest place on earth. And um, it really brings out the worst in people. It, um, <laughs> if you look around, even my, I went with my parents and my dad was saying, he was like, should people be smiling? You know, why, why are people not smiling? And one of those was me. Um, <laughs> I actually got grumpy. I'm not going to lie. Yesterday morning, uh, my wife turns into a machine when we go to the theme parks and she literally has to do everything. And so, uh, I like to marinate in the mornings. I like to get up, do, do a meditation or, you know, have some coffee and just relax. Um, but we went to bed pretty late the night before and we had to go to the park early the next morning because we had to go see Mickey because we didn't have fast passes. So we had to be there, oh, one of the first mistake. people to get in there. So we literally got to the park at like 8.30 before it even opens. And like they're only letting select people and we actually got to go in because we stayed at the resort the night before. And um, Oh, you can do that early. Yeah, and she's like, let's go see Mickey. And I'm like, I need coffee and I need something <laughs> in my stomach right now. I was like, and I have my parents. I need to feed them too. <laughs> I was like, don't forget about our daughter. You know, we have to put food in her belly too. It's really uh, just Gina that wants to see Mickey early. <laughs> so I was like, do you just want me to go get coffee and food and just you can go to Mickey? And it was a whole big deal. It's like, you have to be there with Mickey. We have to see Mickey. I, ha I have to remind that's really not Mickey Mouse. <laughs> it's really it's not. It's like There's, some 24-year-old poor kid that's sweating it, but Mickey's inside really of short, uh, the Mickey I saw. Uh, like literally <laughs> like, I would say four foot 11, like just really? small. Yeah. Well, he's a mouse. I, and I would doubt that... I don't want to be stereotypical here, but I'd be, I doubt if it was a man in there. I was probably a girl I mean, because it's like really, I put my arm around for the, it's all <laughs> creepy, like put my arm around for the picture and everything. And it's a pretty small person that's in there. Um, yeah, Which is crazy to think about how heavy those costumes are. I think I've told oh, the you head. this. head. It's got to weigh like 15 pounds. I think I've told you this before. In my, when I was in my sorority in college, there was a girl who was working at Disney World and she was working her way up to become Cinderella at Disney World. And when you want to become a character like that, they actually put you through a few years of almost like earning your keep oh, there. I'm sure you don't get to be Mickey when you no. first apply. And so, and a lot of times, of right, horses. exactly. So they, um, she had to start out as being like one of the chipmunks for a long time. The Chippendale. And that's a pretty big deal. Yeah, no, it was great. But the thing is people want to so be uncovered. Not. You don't want to be in those kind of costumes. You yeah. want to be a character who's wearing like a dress or, a, yeah. you know, something like that. And she said that they are super heavy and they're really, really hot, but they have little built in like, like air portable conditions. air conditioners. Yeah. yeah. 
Ah, uh, oh. Can you imagine doing that in the no, summer? No, in the summer? Not. No, absolutely not. So there's having all kinds of creepy dads like you with your arms around you and like <laughs> little kids crying everywhere. <laughs> it's funny, my dad. Um, he he said like his eye was itching like yesterday when he woke up in the morning. And stuff. He was like, it's probably from all that evaporate uh, evaporated human sweat in the air. That's all. Oh God, because <laughs> it's still hot down there. here. It's still yeah. like you know mid eighties. I'm sweating a little bit right now to be honest. I'll turn the fans on higher in a little bit. Um, it's it's hot down here, but um, it was cool. So we went to, we went to Disney. We'll get to your list in a second because I see that you pulled it up. Um, so the first day we went to the Magic Kingdom, mm-hmm. and they're doing this you know, Mickey's magical Christmas party. The, oh, for the holidays. Yeah, and all I mean, they give away free cookies and free hot chocolate. No free booze either. I don't know. So unfair. <laughs> I just kept. I was like, "Where is the beer?" Um, <laughs> but Noah stayed up for all of it, and he stayed for the parade. And she doesn't get scared with uh, the characters or anything. No, she was like, the first time she met Mickey, like a year ago. She was a little weirded out and stuff like that. But, but no, she you know she goes up and gives a hug. It is it is the cutest. Thing. It is so cute. I would say more than anything, not even so much the hugging. It's when she's sitting there just like waving. Aww. And she just kind of waved because she's a very she's like me she's a little bit of a loner so she's like she's <laughs> sitting there like she's sitting on the ground like looking up at the people like going by the parade and just like waving and she has like this kind of like it's like this she's so cute yeah so it's she 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 likes it and then she you know she'll have a breakdown you know ten minutes later and that she does the noodle arms where you try to pick <laughs> her up but she just you won't pick her up but um, that was good and then we woke up and then the next day we went to Animal Kingdom and that's um I've still never been there. That's probably I've only been to two and I've been there eight times and I've only been to two. Um but I like Animal Kingdom better. You're just able to see Did you see Rafiki? Your saw buddy? Ra- yeah, your saw buddy Rafiki. Rafiki. We hung out for a little bit and <laughs> saw Rafiki and we get to see animals and all this types of thing. The coolest thing I saw though was Yes. The hippo. Um so there's this one part of the little safari walkthrough and you're looking at a fish tank. I'm just looking at a fish tank. And all of a sudden, and like, and I've been to that fish tank a couple of times. And all of a sudden, you see like this hippo walking underneath the water. I'm like, oh, my God. That photo was so cool. And then I posted a fi- picture on Facebook um, of somebody taking a selfie in front of the fish tank where the hippo was. And the hippo was right behind her. I don't know if she saw the hippo or if she did. And she just thought it would be a really cool, you know, selfie thing. But the way that went, she would literally... We could talk about this because I just hate the selfie generation. Is she literally? I think she saw maybe saw the hippo. She was dressed nice. She was an attractive girl. She was with her boyfriend, and we walk up. I'm like, oh my god, there's a hippo, and she's like getting ready, like with her hand out like this, making the face, puckering her lips, straightening (laughs) her hair, and like you could even tell her boyfriend was kind of like, like he did not want to take the selfie. He like really (laughs) wanted to take a picture of the hippo. And so he ended He ended up not taking a selfie with her, but she then kind of sat down and kind of straightened it out. And the hippo was like right behind her and she's like taking a selfie. And I'm thinking, <laughs> there's an enormous sea, you know, sea slash land creature behind you. Look at it. Don't yeah, worry about it. How, but she had like this tight little dress. It couldn't have been comfortable. Um, she was dressed to the nines, you know, makeup and everything. It's like, what just, the hell are you doing at Disney yeah, World? It's Disney. And there's an like, awesome hippo behind you. Turn the <laughs> F around. Um, but that is a great photo, though. It's like very Inception. It's like a photo of a photo. Yeah. You know? Very meta, as they say. <laughs> um, so that was so that was Disney. That was my Disney trip. Um, it's so hard to eat healthy there, too. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's, um, it's pretty loud. You have to just allow it. You just have to let yourself go. Uh, yeah. Um, some people claim. I mean, they've, they've, done, they've done well. They have like little kiosks with like some gluten-free and some other like you know, poached salmon and stuff, but I don't know about eating fish. At Disney. <laughs> um, but, but it's probably farmed salmon anyways. Whatever. <laughs> um, probably koi actually from the pond right behind them. I just can't get over like the, I'm going to go for a little rant here. Like we see the, the character I get, like if you're grown ups, you want to go to Disney to kind of see it and experience it. But I'm sitting in line and there's like grown people, like 50 plus years old with no kids waiting to meet Mickey and Minnie. Yeah. Why? I, I want to break it. They're like, it's not real. They're not real. <laughs> and people are like, it's so exciting. I hate to be this old yenta about this. but It's fun to go to. I, li- I, I went to Islands of Adventure earlier this year, the Universal Studios ones. And those are fun because you can ride the rides and the roller coasters yeah, and I stuff. I, rode, uh, I did not run, ride Dumbo. You didn't go to Space Mountain? No, no I guess she's like, too no, small for that. No, she's too small. We did um, uh, the, f- the funnest most fun thing um was it's a small world <laughs> which is amazing that the entire park gets renovated and that ride yeah. stays it's kind of cool though because it's so, it's really cute so old and it's so primitive but it's, it really is i mean the toys the way the the characters are it's creepy too um i was snapchatting on that <laughs> and um, your dad was really enjoying himself he was he was My he's dad, so cute he loved it um but what was... Oh, then we got... I forgot to say this. We got stuck on the Little Mermaid This one. is my favorite story. You have well, to tell them. <laughs> we were sitting in like Little Mermaid and um, 
we flattened the line. It got stuck, and then they kind of reopened it, and we're like right in the front. So I was like, "Do we leave or whatever?" But Noah really wanted to do it. But Noah really wanted to ride with um, Gina, my wife, and uh, my mom, and so and her grandmother. So we're sitting in line, <laughs> and I'm like, "Wait, it can only sit like really two people and like one kid." So it's Gina. Noah and my mom and my dad and I both look at each other. And so we get into this giant clamshell, just like two <laughs> older dudes going through the little mermaid. And it was, he was taking pictures. He loved it and everything, but it was, it's not like an exhilarating ride. You're just kind of going through and looking at, you know, whatevs, but it's, um, that was little mermaid. And I'm trying to think, what was the, there was like a, is there a quick one that we did? Oh, Aladdin. You get on Aladdin's magic carpet and you spin around in the yeah, that's air fun. and stuff like that. Yeah. I didn't do any really grown up rides or no. anything. So, cause you're a parent now. I'm it's a not parent. about you anymore. It's not about me. Not <laughs> about me at all. Yeah. So that's been my 10 minute spiel on my last two days at Disney. What? Well, I oh, just yeah. found so that article. Going back to our article. <laughs> did it take you 10 minutes before that? No. No. Um, I've so been Montana. I just randomly asked about Montana. Okay. So it, this, this is actually Let's a really cool um, article if you want to look for it. Ladies and gentlemen, just go through all 50. Right it's now. from Time, Time Magazine. It's online. It's called the most Instagrammed places in America. And the most Instagrammed place in Montana is Glacier National Park. Isn't uh, that pretty? That it? Oh, wait, your phone's broken. Look through broken. the scratched phone. Yes, your phone's broken. Um, <laughs> Still broken. What about um, Pennsylvania? I was born right outside of Pittsburgh. Okay. What's Pennsylvania? Let's see. I have to go in. It's a slideshow. So slide. I'm, you gotta keep scrolling. I'm in the scrolling, O's now. Hang scrolling. on. We're almost there. Uh, PNC Park. PNC Park is where they play baseball. Yes. Yeah, a lot of them were um, baseball stadiums. Sports stadiums. Oregon is beautiful too. That's Multoma. You say Oregon or Oregon? Oregon. Oregon. Okay. Is Multnomah Falls. What is, um, I spent a lot of time in North Carolina. Ah, okay. Oh, the PNC Music Pavilion. Huh. That's interesting. That's kind of like a want-want. Yeah, want-want. <laughs> I was hoping it'd be something prettier like yeah. mountains or something. Ugh, people. Um, well, I was in one of the prettiest places in Florida uh, a week and a half ago. I was in Isla Mirada. Oh, the yeah. site of the Alternative Daily Annual Retreat. Yeah, was so fun. I went down there. I one of my girlfriends that is, lives in California. She lived here for about eight years and then moved back four years ago. And she hadn't been to Florida or Miami, I should say, in four years. She's one of my closest friends. She came down um, just before Thanksgiving, and so you know, she's she's perhaps my one of my most like adventurous outgoing she's super outdoorsy I mean she lives out in California so her and her fiance go on a bunch of you know biking trips and camping and this and that so she was I was so excited to have her because she wasn't one of those people that was super concerned with like hitting every restaurant every club Perfect. she wanted to go There's down no clubs in, oh wait, in Miami yeah, yeah no yeah. that's what I'm saying she wanted uh, to go down to the Keys she yes, wanted to yes, go on a yes. bike ride she wanted to do all those sorts of things so that's like my kind of guest totally because that's what I like to do so we went down to Isla Mirada and um, we just did like two days down there it was really really nice it was beautiful actually we were we had kind of that one day where there was no rain yeah and um, we we're, did very traditional like Isla Mirada so we stayed at a place called Amara K which used to be the Hampton Inn which had a scary like Outback restaurant attached to it that's exactly where it's I had my it's not like that at all that's where I had my bachelor party really yeah we had dinner at that Outback <laughs> I've been to I, that of Outback. all places no you know, I've been to I've that been, Outback it was on like the water it was I on the water yeah, yeah. yeah so the whole place you would go crazy if you saw how beautiful they made this reserva yeah. this renovation it's absolutely gorgeous so we did that we did like sunset at Mirada Bay and had dinner yeah. there and then she wanted to go paddleboarding which she's only been paddleboarding a few times and you know I it's like one of my favorite things to yeah, do you do it in your sleep I love it so we went to we went just a little bit up we headed a little bit more north to Tavernier yeah and we went on a paddleboarding trip and just the two of us we rented boards from this you know guy that has a shop right on the intercoastal and Is we he dreamy you know, he was. He wasn't like that typical. Like he a, wasn't like, no, like a hot paddleboarding guy. No, he was like an older like guy. Like where you guys just leave your lives just to you no, know, hang out with No, no, where guy. I was going to run away with him. No, he was like the kind of guy that like is probably born and raised in Key West. He's like, you know, probably got like a 40 ounce behind the counter. Nothing you know? wrong with that. Nothing. No, I mean, that is kind of what I would maybe like to just throw it all away and say, fuck <laughs> it and do. So we paddled out. He was kind of telling us, all right, you know how adventurous are you guys? And of course we're like, oh yeah, we're so adventurous. You know, he's like, how, how experienced are you? And of course I'm like talking shit. I'm like, oh, I'm so experienced. Like, don't worry. We're really good. You know, like we might seem small, but yeah. we're really strong, you know, talking all this shit. And he goes, okay, well then instead of paddling out into the ocean, head West and go through the keys and yeah. go to the mangroves awesome. and everything. 
And he's like, it's going to be a little bit of tough current, but because there was wind, but you'll be all right if you can go through the current. You know, you, he showed us a map, which if you're showing Did me a map. Did he go with you or no? No, this was like, just go. So he's showing us a map and he's like, all right, here's what you have to do. And he's pointing, go this way. And when you see this block of trees make a right, I mean, when you show me a map, you might as well just be showing me Mandarin. Like I have no idea. So I was just relying on my girlfriend. We ended up paddling out and I posted a photo of this to the alternative daily Instagram. So we paddled out into these mangroves and the guy basically said, if you paddle through the mangroves and keep going, you will make it to like a secret lagoon. And he goes, here's the deal. The mangroves get really, really thick. At some points, you're just going to end up pulling yourself through the mangroves. Like put your paddle on your boat, your board with you. You won't even need it. Yeah. And he goes, you're after three times where you say you definitely think you should give up, that you can't go any further. That's when you'll know you're close. Oh, so we were like a little I bit nervous. This. This yeah, is like a pirate. I'm telling you, thing. I was thinking about you. I, this was so something that you would love to do. So we paddle out really strong current. We're like almost totally worked by the time we get to the place. We turn down. We're like, okay, I think this is like the set of trees, you know. So we go through. It's beautiful, you know, and it's not even that deep. And are you, you are see- you really like? Like trying to paddle. After, ma- when we got through the current, we were really trying. Like there were a couple times I didn't even think we'd make it to the entrance to this okay. mangrove tree. Okay. And, um, but we made it through. And so then we're like paddling through. And it was crazy because it was like, if you can picture like being in a forest on a paddleboard, it was like, it got so, thicker so you and knew, thicker like you found and the place you're supposed to go. Yeah. Like I have to show you these photos. And if you want to see a photo, you can go to the alternative daily. So you get to the, you get to the entrance, entrance of this. And so we're and paddling. Does it look like an entrance or you're like, I have to go through this wall? No, it looked like a little bit of an entrance, like something that we might end up paddling through. Oh. So you see, that's how it was. Like it got to a point after about 15, 20 minutes, I'm wearing my alternative daily hat. It yeah. got to a point where like after so 15, 15 to 20 minutes, minutes of that. Yes. And then at some points we were practically laying down on our boards to get through it. Were you paddling kind of like on a surfboard? Uh-huh. Type of like okay. paddling on a surfboard or just like holding the mangroves and pulling us through. And then we got to this entrance. It just opened up. It just opened up into a, a giant. It opened up into a giant beautiful open space and there was nobody there and it was so pretty so this was in the center of it it was like like a nudist beach right wouldn't it be crazy or there was like a bar or something oh wow isn't that cool yeah so it was really really quite adventurous and i probably had i not been with my girlfriend becky probably wouldn't have even thought to do something like that wow isn't that pretty yeah so it was a really fun experience and she's just a good friend that is the kind of friend that sort of encourages you to as you went back you obviously caught the current so it it was a lot easier Oh, on the way back, we just sat there cruised, practically. Yeah. We just cruised there. That's also, it kind of reminded me of one of my favorite movies. Which one? Um, I don't know if you've ever seen it. Okay. It's called The Beach with Leonardo DiCaprio. You know what's funny is I saw the movie and I've read the book before and I thought that it would be like that. I mean, that's scary. You don't want it to be like that, but. Well, I get the, I get the whole idea of the movie. It's like, you know, trying to create this perfect utopian mm-hmm. society, but they do some Nothing's perfect. Yes, yeah. but nothing's perfect. Yeah. That is a great movie, by the way. The book is really twisted too, but that, man, that's taking me back I need right to, now. I need to, maybe I'll have Noah watch it one time. Oh yeah, me. that's <laughs> great. That's a good education <laughs> for her. Really. Disclaimer, don't show your children the movie. It's a really, it's a really, it's, it kind of talks about the like, utopian society and the, but how nothing can be perfect and. They live in this awesome, beautiful place. That shark attack scene when I was younger gave me nightmares. Man. So that's what I've been up to. And then after my girlfriend left and went back to California, I was so inspired to be like outdoorsy that a couple of days ago, instead of you going to a the wooden g- shed, instead of going <laughs> to the gym, I went on a 27 mile bike ride. Oh, really? Uh, and not even on like a bicycle that's probably built for 27 miles. So did you do like in your beach cruiser? Yeah. I yes. run my beach cruiser from South Beach all the way down over the 395 highway, all the way through. Ew, why would down- you go there? There's a bike path uh, all the way downtown to Key Biscayne and then uh, okay. up and over the Rickenbacker Causeway. It was beautiful, but it was intense. Yeah. So you don't go like, I would just go north and south like on the... Um, no, I ride up and down South Beach all the time. This was So like, everybody's like, I'm, oh, Megan. Like, right, I'm like, like waving like yeah. ding, ding with my bell. <laughs> oh, that's funny. No, this was like I was getting down. And this is the day after Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving. Now, on, and then I went home and had leftovers. No, on Thanksgiving, did you work out? Yes. You did? I did work did out. you go to the gym? I went to the gym. How many hours were you there? I was only there for an hour because I had a turkey in the oven. I hosted Thanksgiving. Got tur- is you trying to tell us something? <laughs> I have a turkey in the oven. Um... Did I you, did work out. So you did work out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, thanks. Gym was packed. Oh, I do have to tell this. Gym was crazy packed I on br- Thanksgiving. I hate to bring it to my, back to me, but I... No. Awesome <laughs> but a, let me bring it back to me. But let me bring it back to me. <laughs> on, so on Thanksgiving... Um, Where did you guys go, by the way? My parents' house, which is like three streets Oh my streets gosh. Away. How did you make the drive? Um, so we we woke up in the morning. It was really nice. We went to, went to the park. 
took Noah. She went on the swings, um, walked around the lake and everything. It was awesome. And then we decided we were going to get lunch. Um, we went to one of my favorite restaurants. Wait, you went out for lunch on Thanksgiving? Yeah, but it's 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 kind of cool. I was like, maybe we can start this tradition because it's like my absolute, my favorite restaurant where I know the bartender. Mm-hmm. I know the uh, the waiter. He's kind of like a, <laughs> the, the owner too. It's the type of place I think I've probably talked about it a million times. You walk in and like he has a beer ready for me every it's single like time I come in. It's so awesome. And so we, so I was like, and they serve like an awesome like breakfast lunch. Mm-hmm. Like really, it's really eclectic food too. And so Gina was like, well, let's just go there. She's like, you know, I know that we're going to have turkey later and we're going to beat your parents. You know, we'll be there for a long time. Let's just kind of go there. And so we got there and I was like, I have, I have a predicament. This is, this is an internal battle to have going on. And she said, what? And I was like, it's my favorite restaurant. Every time they have great cra- craft beer, like any type of craft beer that you want. And I was like, it's noon. <laughs> At that point, it's like 1130. It's 1130. It's a day off. I was like, but I really want to go for a run later. But I also, I really want to have a beer at this place. And she was like, well, why don't you just have a beer and go for a run? No. And I, I've always hated that. Like, I've always, and like, people can do it. So we went there. And so I was like, maybe I'll just get something light, like the tuna salad. But I'll definitely get a beer and just kind of play it by ear. So we watched the Macy's Day Parade there. Uh, we were right by the TV so no one could see Santa on the TV. And I watched it too. I had my <laughs> tuna salad and I had my, my beer. And I felt good after that. And so um, we came home. It's probably like an hour. I gave myself like an hour to kind of mm-hmm. like digest. And I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go for a run. It felt good. Mile one. So I, I run four miles now. That's um, great. And I've been, I've been enjoying running, listening to a lot of podcasts and stuff like that. And I've still been doing my weight, tra- weight training. So I did weight training today. So I did, um, so ran four miles. And I've been tr- pushing my ass. I've been tr- pushing hard to break a 30 minute four mile. Wow, and that's so, really cruising. So when I first started kind of getting back and running like a month ago, I was probably like an 8.15, 8.30 mile. This is because you grew up playing soccer. And so I've gotten it down now to where, um, you know, like a 7.45 mile, right? So to, to wow. break 30, I mean, it's easy. It's just like seven and a half minute miles uh-huh. that you have to do. Oh, so easy. And so, <laughs> and I use Matt my run and it tells me, you know, what, what my split is. So I'm running my first one and I'm like, you know, fuck, I feel good. I'm going to drink a beer before everyone. I'm feeling awesome. <laughs> And so mile one, it's like pace, seven minutes, 26 seconds. And usually how my paces go, it's, mm-hmm. it's like longest is four. It's shorter, three, shorter, two, and then one. And, and then, I'm sorry, the first mile is, is, the, is the, it takes me the longest. Third oh, mile, wow. first mile takes me longest. Second mile takes me, I'm quicker. Third mile, quicker. I, I get better as each mile goes wow. on. That's basically what I'm trying to say. So I'm six. I'm 726. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to crush this thing. My own, ha- my own half goes by. I get to my mile two and I'm like, oh, I'm getting kind of tired. It's like, you know, seven minutes and 20, you know, seven seconds. So I kind of like broke it. Mm-hmm. Too. I mean, I, didn't, I kind of like lost a step and I was like, I'm still on pace. I turn around and start running back to the way. And this is like where I'm running is like beautiful. There's like, you know, it's the beach and everything. Mm-hmm. About, I would say, a quarter mile into mile three, I immediately start regretting the tuna salad that I ate. Oh, I'm gosh. thinking in my head, I'm like, I'm going to stop because I'm either going to keep running and throw up or I'm going to have to stop. And I'm literally having a battle in my head. I'm like, as I'm running, I'm like, should I throw up now <laughs> or should I stop? Should I just walk by? You know, I really want to get four miles and I'm going to eat a lot later. So I'm having this internal battle. I'm listening to music and I can't zone in the music. I'm just thinking, I'm like, my, I can feel my belly sloshing oh. around. I'm like, oh. So mile, th- like, and then I'll, I don't know, like mile three hits and I'm like, I'm just, I'm going to just like fall over. I should probably stop. <laughs> I was like, but let me at least just power through like a couple more steps. And so what I started doing was I just started looking like straight ahead and just straight. I was like, let me get to that point. Let me get to that point. And then w- w- once, once I actually, you know, got through mile three and kind of like, and I was like, this is it, you know, I'm at towards the end. And so I like sprinted it towards the end and I missed, um, I was off by like four seconds wow. for breaking. I had my best, my best run. While you wanted to die, ever, the whole while time. I wanted to die the entire time, <laughs> um, and the entire time I'm thinking, I'm like, I think there was mayonnaise in that tuna salad. And I think I can feel <laughs> it in my stomach right now. Oh, but I did do, I did it well. Um, and then I went to a friend's house, and you know, we had a beer, and you know, for Thanksgiving. You should like, train for something. No, so I have. All my uh, one of my dishner, uh-huh. um, yeah, because he likes to run. Dishner's pretty basic though. Um, oh, he's listening he, to this. He is, and he's he's gonna yell. He's gonna me. text you. He did the whole turkey trot thing, Aww, and then he so did cute. then he did Black Friday, and he's doing Elf on the Shelf, and it's like, like you're so basic. Um, but <laughs> it's he, it's called being a good family man. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a great family man. Uh, but he sent me his turkey trot time, so I sent him <laughs> I sent him my four mile time. I was like crushed it. <laughs> I was like I want to throw up the whole time. Um, but I don't like 
my dad asked me, he was like, why don't you do like, you know, those five K's mm-hmm. or, you know, you know, the, the turkey trots or whatever. The problem with me is I have an uncanny competitive spirit where I haven't <laughs> figured out how to harness it yet. Because if I enter one of these things in my head, I'm going to win it. I'm going to, I don't care. I'm going to throw everybody. <laughs> I'm going to cheat. I'm going to do what I can to be number one. <laughs> and I just, and that's not good. I, I, I'm still trying to figure out a way to harness. Maybe you my should do like spirit. a marathon then or like a half marathon. No, because I, I will still do the same thing. Like I will, <laughs> I will literally just be pushing people. You'll have like Gina line. pick you up in the car halfway down. <laughs> yeah. I, it's, 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 I'm still figuring because my competitive spirit is what got me through, you know, high school and college sports and allowed me to be so, you know, do so well, but at the same time, I was just, I was a terrible person while doing it. So I don't want to bring that into my adult life. It's um, I find myself at times getting very competitive about things. That's funny. And like another example is of, this has gone into competitive talking, competitive nature. Um, we were playing, is it hearts? It's a game of like hearts with cards. Mm-hmm. We were playing with me, Gina, and Gina's mom, and they've like. You can, it's not counting cards, but you can figure out like what cards coming next. And I never played before. And so I noticed that they were just like destroying me. And so I finally, and this was probably six or seven years ago. We were living in Gina's dad. No, 10 years ago. We were living in Gina's dad's house at the time. And, um, I stormed out. I was like, this is it. I'm done. I, I, I can't. I was like, you guys, are, I was like, you guys are cheating. And I went up and went to bed and like, I was, it was That's terrible. So funny. Yeah, it was terrible. Absolutely terrible. Okay. Um, so maybe, maybe not training for something is better. Does, answer that question, better to no. just do it just cause you like it. No, well, I, I like it and I'm, I'm training against myself. So I'm trying to beat myself. All right. Well, but that's also, good to be competitive. I'm not. And here's another thing too, is I don't, it's not like I go out every single time I try to get 30. Mm-hmm. I've learned that like, that's just going to burn me out. Like, cause if I get 30, then what, it, what do I have to do to be, break 29? And I'm not going to be a competitive, yeah. run, a, a competitive runner. So I, I, I have kind of a goal. I'll break it. And then I'll probably go back. Um, because I just like listening to podcasts and books now. And when I went through kind of, as we, you know, that kind of, um, transition in life where I was doing a lot of meditation. Well, I still do a lot of meditation, but like where like my life was changed. I was running every day, four miles on the beach or on the, on the walkway, listening to different books and podcasts and stuff like that. And so it's kind of got me back into that groove. Um, I'm not listening to as, you know, as much deep stuff anymore. Cause I, I just, I'm kind of listening to some other things cause it's just kind of what I'm into right now, but it's cool because like those 30 minutes or whatever go by so quickly cause I'm so wrapped up. That's great. In my ear. That's the best part is like, I, sometimes I get excited when I go to the gym, if I have like a new playlist or a new CD or something to listen to, because then I'm like, okay, I can just stay here and one more song, one more song. Well, the funny thing was when, and I, I loved running and stuff to music. Um, but Thanksgiving day, like I turned on one of my favorite, it was a, th- it's a, it's an album that one of my favorite bands put out on Thanksgiving. And so they talk about Thanksgiving on it, but it's not Thanksgiving songs. They just mentioned it. And it's not times. AOAR. It is OAR. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and so I'm listening to it's it. It's not one of your favorite and bands. I could, it is. I could not, I could not get into it because one, my stomach was kind of like sloshing around, but like, I think it's just one of those, like I just, I think I just wanted to listin to mm-hmm. uh, I listen to something, but I got through it. Good um, for you. But yeah, so that's, that's, that's all this working out and running. You're going to need to buy some new t-shirts <laughs> getting so buff <laughs> I have to go from a large to a medium. Now. Um, yeah, so that's, um, so I don't even know how we got there. <laughs> I love that. We have no idea where we go from here. Oh, a ukulele thing that yeah. I want to tell you yes. something really cute. So my, my girlfriend that her name's Becky, the one that was just visiting, she just recently got engaged to a really wonderful, wonderful guy. And you know, I mean, engagements these days, some people, if you ever see things on YouTube, I mean, people, I have to give props to guys out there that, you know, they plan these elaborate engagements and like these surprise proposals. I mean, there are some things out there where it's not necessarily my style. And I think my poor boyfriend would have a heart attack if he ever even thought that I wanted something like that. But Becky's fiance was really cute. And he, you know, planned this whole thing and he had a GoPro and he like set it up and was like secretly Jeez. recording her while he proposed to her. But they started it because they went out to the beach to like hang out. You know, they live in Santa Monica and he was sitting there and he's like messing around on his ukulele and he starts like making up a song and oh made God. up a song and proposed to her in a song with the ukulele. It was, was it, uh, was it impromptu or did he already, have, oh no, you said he had the GoPro. So he planned it. Yeah. He had like planned like, you know, singing some, or, you know, messing around. And I guess he was just like you just sort of strumming around on his ukulele. How do you, how do you envision your head getting engaged? Oh God. I, I don't. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. I probably just like at like home. In a, like in a bed of roses. Yeah, and stuff. right. Please. You've met my boyfriend. I don't think he could 
I love him, but I can't imagine him executing something like that. Ah, there's a hint. <laughs> no, Rose that's not what I bed. want. Yeah, right. With candles everywhere and a warm bath that's drawn. <laughs> no, I would probably throw up. Not that, I mean, that's for some people. That's just not for me. Um, my. I imagine like Colin like proposing over like a plate of nachos or something. <laughs> no, he won't do that. Um, It'll be pizza. My, the way I, the way I. Propose. How did you do it? Yeah. we Let's put uh, you on the spot. We were. It was about, I think, six. Did you have long hair? No. I was, I, I, I was fighting it then, <laughs> so I decided to shave it shortly thereafter. <laughs> uh, my wedding photos, I'm, I'm kind of bald in. Uh, but I was a lot heavier. Um, <laughs> yes, that's true. And we, we had just bought a house, and we um, were renovating it. And I think it was like a couple weeks after we literally just like bought it, and we were still doing some stuff to it. And um, we went out to... I had already ca- I called Gina's mom to ask her for Aww. her hand in marriage. That's nice. Um, and then I also called Gina's dad as well. And they both said yes. Um, and They're then, like, well, you bought a house, I guess. Yeah. And then, so <laughs> I knew I was going to do it one day. And then like I had everything like, set up and I told Gina's mom I'm going to do it tonight, do it tonight. And I forget what happened. Gina was either out for work or she just came back. She was sick is what it was. I remember. And so I sent a text and I was like, it's not happening tonight. And so like the <laughs> next day she felt a lot better. And so we were... Uh, I told her we we're going to meet her dad and his um, his wife, who's not Gina's mom. Um, we we're going to meet them for dinner. So we met them for dinner because um, they just wanted to come down and everything. And so we were talking to them and I told them, you know, that that, that was the night. And it's so funny because I, in the middle of talking to, you know, about just kind of, we were t- I forget what we were talking about. Like Gina had said something like, well, you know, well, the honeymoon's over with us and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's just kind of, because we, we'd been dating for like seven years. Uh-huh. And they were, t- she was, they were talking about somebody and Gina just like casually said that the honeymoon phase was over. And I was like, here I am with like the ring in my pocket. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. And then so they, um, we leave and Gina's dad and his wife get in the car. And so I was in my Jeep or something like that. And I was like, oh, I got to go ask them something real quick about, you know, their house. And so I ran over to their house, I ran over to their car. I was like, I just want to show you. I'm like, I'm going to do it. I just want to show you the ring. I showed them the ring like, oh my God, Jake, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, got to go. She's going to think something of it. So on the way home, she was like, I just want to go to Home Depot. She's like, let's just get home. I was like, no, let's, let's just stop by the beach. She's like, I really want to go to Home Depot. You know, there's some things I want to buy. <laughs> like my, the rings in my pocket. I'm like, please, I don't want to go to Home Depot. I just really, I, let's take the night off. So we get down, we get down to the, to the beach. Um, it was Beach Access 16 which Gina and oh. I always kind of had this number of like 16 and 61 um, for some reason. And we go down and she's like, oh, it's nice. And I was like, well, let's walk down to the beach. She was like, no, it's fine up here. I was like, let's walk down to the beach. <laughs> and so we walk down to the beach and we're sitting there like, and we're kind of still like on like the, um, like the deck or whatever, uh-huh. looking down to the beach. I was like, let's go, let's go stand over there. It's going to be, it's so nice. You know, you can see the moon and everything. She's like, I don't want to get my feet sandy. I'm like, I literally <laughs> picked her up. I was like, let's go stand. So I picked her up and I went, and I went to put her down. It was like, there was like a dog pooping over there. And I'm like, this is not working out the way I thought. Turned around the other way and walked down that way. And so we were sitting there talking. And like, I remember like I hadn't rehearsed what I was going to say. I was just going to wing it. And I just started saying stuff like, you know, we've been together for a very long time. Blah, blah. <laughs> and like, I, my, I went blank and then I got on my knees and she's like, oh my God, are you okay? I'm like, what are you talking about? And she was like, you fell down. I'm like, no, I, I didn't fall. I mean, and then I started rolling it and then I kind of, and I, so I was like, you know, I forget the words I said, but I was like, you know, and then I said, will you marry me? And she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, you know will you marry she's me? Fine. And she's like, oh my gosh. And I was like, you have to say something. You know, it's like, will you marry me? And she said, yes. And then, you know, and the rest, then, as the, the they rest say. is history. But <laughs> it was such a, such a chore to get her, you know, in the position. She was like so not expecting oh it. Oh my god! I would be the same way. Oh. Colin and I always joke. He's like, if I ever, you know, did something like make you breakfast in bed, you'd probably just know I was going to do it. Well, <laughs> she knew. Well, <laughs> she wanted to be part of the whole ring process, so she knew it was happening at some point because she had picked out like the ring she uh-huh. wanted and everything. And then it's funny when she picked it out, she's like, "Okay, it's done. Now surprise me." And I'm like. You know, <laughs> oh great, <laughs> oh great. So I do remember it was like the week before she'd actually asked me. She's like, "Did you ever, you know, you know, do you ever follow up with the ring?" And I was like, "We're still going back and forth with it. I have something. I already had it." And I was like, "You're <laughs> still going back and forth with it." Blah blah. blah. It was, yeah. It, it's, a lot of anxiety comes up out of that too. It's like just planning that That's whole thing. So funny. It's so uh, cute. 
Oh my god! It's nice to see when guys get nervous about something like that. Oh my gosh! Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's how I propose. So isn't it amazing then when you see things like on YouTube where guys do like these flash mobs or these crazy elaborate proposals and all that? It's oh like, oh my god! Oh my god! That's, how and that's not us either. We, no, we, yeah, that's we don't not like flashy stuff like that. Uh-uh. If he did something like that for you, what would you do? I think I would just be. I mean, I would be. I would love him and be, you know, appreciate the the thought and the effort. But I, if it was some crazy big elaborate proposal yeah. that you see, like those ones on YouTube and stuff, I think I would. I mean, I would be so embarrassed, like that kind of attention. I mean, I would be so excited and appreciative that he would do something like that. But I can't even imagine him doing something. You like want that. that? He want Colin. Colin, if you're that. listening, get the, the flash f- mob. Get the flash. Ready the flash mob. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So the. Um, Again, I don't know how we got to that one either. I know. I love this. But this is actually a good way to sort of move on to the next thing, which is the first topic. So I'm, I really wanted to talk about this first topic here. There was an article that was posted. I'm going to get it up right now. And it was also posted. Wow, time is really leading our podcast today. It was posted um, on December 1st, so two days ago on time.com. And the title of the article is 40% of young adults who live on their own still get money from parents. And the article talks about... Does it say what age up until? Mm, let me oh, get sorry. there. Uh, the article talks about an independent study that was conducted that shows that over 40% of young adults between the ages of 25 and 32 who don't live at home still receive some sort of financial help from their parents. And it was actually a study that was done at North Carolina State University, where my boyfriend went to school, who examined the relationship between parent-child cohabitation and financial support. They found that attending a four-year institution for college makes people more likely to rely on mom and dad, especially those from higher socioeconomic backgrounds. Young college grads don't just benefit from financial support. Those who receive financial aid are also more likely to live with their parents post-graduation than those students who paid for school on their own. I think that's very interesting because I read something of this and I know I was joking with you beforehand. I'm now, I'm, I was very fortunate. I, did, I had a scholarship you know, to college and my dad and my mom didn't deny me anything that I, I wanted when I was in college. But literally, I graduated at 21 the day I left college. Because I'll never forget, I drove home from Tallahassee with like my car all packed up. The day I got home, I remember my dad like asking me, oh yeah, honey, do you have the gas card? Because, you know, I had like a credit card and a Shell gas card. And he's like, yeah. And, he, and I said, yeah, 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 it's in my wallet. And he got that in the credit card. He's like, all right, you're done. <gasps> wow. And that was, it was Good like, him. It, I, now I can <laughs> say that, you know, I appreciate that seven years later. Did you cry? No, I didn't cry, but I, I was really very fresh. It was a it was a big adjustment because I literally went from being, you know, I suppose in some ways, in a lot of ways, probably very spoiled. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I've worked since I was 16, so I've always had a job where I made my own money, but certainly not, you know, enough to support myself. And then I literally immediately just like that was thrust into. And then where'd you live? I had to live with my dad for a year. Yeah. I had to find a job. And um, what was your first job? My first job was the job that I had for like three and a half years. It was when I was working at a, a local television network in oh, Miami okay. Beach. Gotcha. And so that's really, it was amazing because it made me work so hard. And then that really, now I have the career that I have because of that. But um, it's so interesting when I see an article like that where I'm right in the middle of that study. The study is 25 to 32 year olds. I'm 28. And I'm thinking, oh my God, 40% of people even if they don't live at home are getting money from their parents and my boyfriend neither one of us get anything from them I certainly have not but I do have for different situations a couple different of my closest friends that either do still get supported in some ways financially by their parents or live with their parents now and I'm just so different from that that I've always felt like oh I must you know I'm the norm they're they're not and then I read a study like this and it's you know 40 percent it shows that it's a really big growing trend so so people 32 ages 25 to 32 are still getting money from their parents Mm -hmm. wow and it was saying that people that get now what does that mean what does it mean by getting money does that mean it just says financial aid so that I mean you could think of that in a number of different ways maybe they help them pay their rent or their car or maybe they get yeah I mean it, it could be anything but the the idea behind the study was that there there are kids and there are people, and I shouldn't even call them kids, young adults that are being supported. I mean, when you're 30, 31, 32, you're not a young adult. You're a fucking adult. Excuse <laughs> me. I mean, you know what I mean? You're, you're right. a grown-ass You're man. a grown-ass person. Like, you have kids if you're married. But 
I understand because I'm, you know, whereas maybe I would like want to judge somebody for that or think less of them. I am close with people that now have to in some ways for different situations, maybe a job changing or moving or whatnot, are now living with their parents or are getting support from their parents in some financial way. And so it made me, because I'm now affected by it, because I care about people that I don't see as being lazy or being, you know, spoiled. But it's interesting that it's that many people. Yeah. It, I mean, it has to do with also living outside your means too. Even at, even at the young age, you don't know that you're doing that. We mm-hmm. did the same thing, you know, between, you know, Gina's dad helped us out a little bit and uh, uh, my parents helped us out a little bit. Uh, but there comes a point like it, it, we ours was never cut and cut and dry like mm-hmm. that. Um, but it came a point where we kind of essentially just took on all of our own expenses um, which is fun, right? Which is, you know, really nice. And, you know, it's, it's scary too at the same time. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's being a, being a parent now, uh, you know, if let's say Noah is, we flash forward and she's 28 and she's like, you know what? I just lost my job. I can't pay my rent for like, I have like three or four months left mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. It's hard as a parent to say, I'm sorry, tough shit. Yeah. Right. right. So I, you know, and if I have the financial means, you know, I'm obviously going to try and, help out the best way that I can. I'm not saying that, you know, giving the money for that is the mm-hmm. right way or whatever it is. Um, but you know, I, I think by with, I think with the way that your dad did, it was cool because he, cause he taught you a lesson, but he gave you a place to stay. Yes. Right? Yes. So he says, you know, you know, I'm not paying for your gas anymore, but you, you can stay here. It out, right. And I think, you know, and some people, some, some people don't have that thing. You know, some people like they have to be on their own. Mm-hmm. They, they're able to make it too. Um, I, I, in our situation, I think it was kind of, you know, we had some help, but then it was also, but here's, you know, here's the way of the world too. Here's how you actually have to make it out on your own, which I think, which I think is great. I wish everybody had that, but some people just kind of can't do it. Um, but again, I go back to being the father and it, it, it's, it's hard, like it's hard for me now to put her in timeout. <laughs> Sometimes it's actually pretty easy. Uh, but the other day she was in timeout for like 20 or 30 minutes. And Did she you was, feel bad? Well, she started screaming, water, water, I want water. I'm like, am I being played right now? It's like, <laughs> is she in jail? Like, if I don't give her water, is she going to be okay? And she was going to be okay. Like, it took me a while. Like, I literally sat there like, oh my God, should I give her water? And it's almost like the same thing, mm-hmm. which is like, if... Because we know dramatic people in life and there's people that don't necessarily need water to survive, but they're screaming they mm-hmm. need water or whether it's money, et cetera. And so I was kind of in that conundrum. I was like, wait a second, let me stop for a second. She, I saw her, she was sipping on stuff earlier. <laughs> She's just pissed right now. She doesn't want to be in timeout. So she doesn't need water right now. And it's kind of the same thing, uh-huh. which is, you know, yes, I know that my kid, you know, probably could use a few extra bucks, mm-hmm. but it's because they want to live, you know, in a, you know, in a nice high rise in, in Manhattan, in Manhattan yeah. or Miami right. and stuff like that. And maybe they just don't need that water mm-hmm. right now. Um, so it's like, it's hard to say like a blanket statement. And that's, that's something I'm learning too, is there's no blanket blanket statements for, you know, for being a parent, like, for being a parent. It's not like <laughs> just throwing her time out every time this happens. That's not necessarily true. So there's a gray area. There's, there's gray areas and it's, you know, it's, it's every, you got in every situation, you just have to look at all the facts. And, um, and I hate to sound so kind of like, you know, vague dad. And, and dad like, <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we, we got a little help and, but you know, it was apparent to, we, we just also knew because of our upbringing that we can't live off this for the rest of our life. Right, you know, of course. Yes. We have a house overhead, you know, you know, and you know, we're eating food and this is great, but you know, and this is back, you know, when I literally was, you know, making, I think my first job, I was making like $24,000 a year. Oh my God, that's so funny. My first job was making 23000 and I thought I was rich. I did too. I was I, getting checks for $900 yep. going, oh my God. My very first job that I got, and after they paid me, um, I ran upstairs to tell Gina, I was like, oh my God, I'm rich. There's $900 in my bank. I've never had $900 in my bank account. I was like, this is amazing. Um, that's so I went so out and bought funny. kayaks. And so, <laughs> right and drained. Right? So I had to learn it the hard way. And so yeah. back then, I couldn't eat, and not that I was interested, but like we couldn't eat it like Whole Foods mm-hmm. and we couldn't eat all these things. So you know, we <laughs> cooked, you know, cooked and stuff like that. But if there was family in town, we went out, <laughs> we went out, and, you know, to see if we could get dinner with them. But <laughs> but I do the same thing for other people. You know, I'm just kind of you know, if people come in town or if we have family and friends, I'm just always you know, you're a very generous person. I'm not. I, I'm, this is not a pat on. Jake's I'm back. saying it. Thank you, but this is not what I'm saying. But like, I just like for I want people to feel comfortable and just kind of like not worry about mm-hmm. it. So. Um, you know, hopefully it pays itself forward, but... Noah, you're going to have to get a job. 
What's that? I said, Noah, you're going to have to get a job. Tomorrow. You have to get a job tomorrow. Start paying off those preschool classes. Or maybe, you know, maybe we'll just start putting her in kind of like the modeling for the kids. <laughs> and then, or you know what really bothers me too is these kind of like YouTube parents that like make their kids kid. like a star. Yeah. Yeah. That's, well, I mean, if the kids are talented, YouTube is a platform well, where okay, people are getting Okay, this is going to be somewhere there. different because you're like an on-air personality, <laughs> I know, right? I'm like counting on it one day. So you have, <laughs> let's say like a six-year-old who's like, reciting lines and like doing stuff on youtube for like youtube fame don't you think they should be like out just getting dirty and you know and not worrying about like making a video well, i don't think the kids should be worried yeah i think there's a problem when the parents treat it like the kids have a job or they have like an audience but if the kids like to do it well i see i like if Noah, let's say Noah's in there picking your nose and flicking it and i'm taking a video of it and, you know, it becomes... What are you, you know, watching on YouTube? <laughs> I don't, I'm just making something. That's all I know with boogers right now, okay? <laughs> it's the most disgusting thing. You know, driving in the car and I have to, like, take a booger out of her finger and flick it out the window. Oh, it's God. the gnarliest thing. But let's just say that's the funniest thing. And, I, and, like, and for some reason, I upload it to Facebook and it gets, like, millions of views, mm-hmm. right? That, I think, is fine. But if you're like, okay, Noah, we're going to do that again, but make sure you flick it this way and, you know, and say this cute <laughs> thing, blah, blah, blah. I think that there's something wrong with that. Like what being an on-air personality and somebody as famous as you are and oh, actress yeah. as you are, like at what age should, should like, and you look at all these like child actors that haven't turned out well, like what age, like Macaulay Culkin, <laughs> what age should they, you know, t- be able to turn it on and turn it off? I mean, I think that if it, if the kids seem to be enjoying it and it's not hurting them or affecting them being in school, then I think it's okay. Because not every kid's going to be born an athlete that's going to run around outside. No, and I get do that. All I'm just that. thinking too, because she's in a soccer. Class but yeah, too. but then it's like, are are you going to say to the kid, the parents who put their kids in the soccer camps and all of that, that then go to school all day and then have to that was you me. know practice right? But that was, was that like a detriment to you? <laughs> I I didn't necessarily love it. <laughs> there there were times <laughs> when I was like, I just really want to. go. You were born and needed to be an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I just like I kind of just wanted to go home and like hang out in a treehouse. Um, but I, and my parents are going to kill me. Um, but you know, I enjoy playing soccer and stuff like that, but sometimes I didn't want to, right? Right. Well, that's but of course, normal. and that's, you know, and that's, you know, I had a discipline that I had to keep doing and everything, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I mean, but performing like for YouTube and stuff. Like I, that, I don't know. It's such a, it's not even in our wheelhouse. It's a generation that's so different now. I just, I mean, imagine how it'll be in five years from now. Because what they're doing is like, you're having like a five or six year old creating this personality that is not them that's out there on the internet. Like, I don't think that's right for the brain. I, I'm getting old. I'm getting <laughs> old. Getting old. But you're on Snapchat, so you're cool. I'm pretty good in Snapchat. So here's something really funny. The next topic that I wanted to talk about, which I think is really cool. And it relates to you in the sense that, so Noah is your daughter's name and it's spelled N-O-A. And I, she's the only Noah I know. I don't even know any boy Noahs. With an H or Just any? Just in general. Okay. And so I've always thought, oh, that's like her. Can I, can we say her middle name too? Sure. Noah Kai. Yeah. How do you spell Kai? K-A-I. So her name is Noah Kai. So I, I love that. Like, I think that's really cool. Six and letters, first and middle name, easiest. Thing. Yeah, it's so easy. And it sounds nice together, even Noah Kai. But as you see out there, I mean, a lot of us, if we see things, you know, in the news or on tabloids or whatnot, it seems like, you know, celebrities have crazy names for their kids, but it's not just celebrities. It turns out that every December, Baby Center, which is a website and a corporation, they yes, release. I'm well aware of that. Segment. You're aware. Once you get pregnant. Oh, I'm like Baby Center. Some you company. You will be on Baby know. Center every. They show like they show like what your baby is at like five. Oh, this weeks. is like oh, like your baby's baby. a grapefruit. Yes, oh. that's Baby Center. You'll okay. be familiar with that. All right, slow down. That, maybe one day. Especially with that turkey in the oven. Right, I have a turkey in the oven. Every December, Baby Center releases its list of the top baby names for the year. And it's really, really funny for the year 2015. Some of the top names are actually the names of filters on Instagram. No. Yes. Like Sepia? No. Like Amaro, what? Hudson. I don't even know what these are. Juno and Lux, L-U-X. Wait a so second. when wait, you're wait, on wait, wait, Instagram. Filters. Let me explain. I don't know. Right, I know okay, Snapchat. Okay. So when you're on Instagram and you upload a photo, yeah. you can use like a little editing tool. Do you know what like a tool. sepia tone is? Like yes, I, that's exactly right. So instead of, so the name sepia isn't on here, but it's one of those. But is it really like, or is that, because Juno's not a filter. Like if you go into Photoshop. Juno is the name of a filter on Instagram. Yes, I know it's also a place in Alaska no, too. No, no, no. And it's where we're, you know. Oh, that's where we are right now too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I lo- actually love the name Juno, by the way. Really? Um, yes, I do. But 
I don't think that that's a, like if you go into Photoshop right now, it doesn't say Lux. But if you go into Instagram know, on Instagram's sure, editing tool, I'm sure it's like, one of the filters. The point I'm saying is like it's not the actual. I no, don't think, no, and I'm not a not. photographer, but it may be called Juno or Lux or something. But I think those are very marketable names. But go ahead, I'm Instagram. Old Instagram. This is your Yenta time. Yeah. Instagram inspired names jumped in popularity this year, marking oh God, marking the, the first time technology has had a major influence on baby naming. Other filters that have started to trend in the name department: Willow, Kelvin. Valencia and Ludwig. What are those? Those are other names of filters you can edit your photos with on Instagram. Now, Willow, I know that Willow is also a name. I know Valencia is Wait, also. did you know that Willow was a movie from the 1980s? Really? Um, oh my God, you're no, so I young. It was about this little, <laughs> I, can we say dwarfs or what midgets? What little people. Little people. Um, I apologize. Well, you already I'm, said them all. I'm so. just going to offend everybody. <laughs> um, but it was actually, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a little person actor. Mm -hmm. um, it's called Willow. Um, and it was all about like this, this, Little person. Little person. It's kind of like, oh. I don't know, is it mean to call it like kind of, it's like the Hobbit? It's, maybe like the, it's not, it had nothing to do with the Hobbit, but it was like these little people, oh, okay. very adventurous types of things. Cool. Um, yes. I'm not touching this topic. Yeah, <laughs> What's the other name? We got, I'm just Willow, yeah. Ludwig. Ludwig. Valencia, which is a place in Spain. I knew, I know and somebody I'm sure there's the a ton name. of neighborhoods called Valencia yeah, too. Yeah, of course. And Kelvin, like Kevin with an L. Kelvin. Kelvin. Which isn't even a isn't good that, filter on Instagram. Oh my God, I can't believe we're talking. Isn't that a degree? Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kelvin's, right? right? So those are names that are people. Other <sighs> names that are popular are unisex names. And the most popular ones are Maxwell. Wait, are, are you, are, is everything you're telling me Instagram? No, no, no. Now okay. we're like, no. Okay. okay. So we're leaving Instagram. We're leaping Instagram behind. And now we're going to. And now we're going to another popular category because this is all about. You know, in this, this day and age, people are really going for unique this names. This is what's wrong with millennials. Gender neutral names are really popular in 2015. Well, Noah could be gender neutral. Exactly. Noah is a myself. good one. Maxwell, Wyatt, Piper, like Riley, C uh, Carter, Lincoln, and Carson. And then this um, is... Three, I think two or three of those live on my street. <laughs> no, am I kidding? Right. They're really popular. I know somebody that had a, um, a baby recently this year and named him Lincoln. Here, another category of names that's really popular are, quote, quote, royal names. Duchess. Oh, my. Reign. That's kind of, wait, R-E-I-G-N? R-E-I-G-N. Reign. That's what the Kourtney Kardashian and Scott Disick named their most recent baby. Next. See, you thought that was cool. Next. You thought something no, Kardashian Rain, did was cool. R-A-I-N, I thought was cool, like Rain Wilson, <laughs> but whatever. Just so, Duchess, oh. Reign, Sultan. And princess. What do we do into that? Like when they grow up, they're literally like Sultan Carney. They're literally <laughs> going to think that they are the biggest, baddest destroyers of the world. Another category are celestial names: Jupiter, like Sunny, and Soleil. I know somebody named Soleil. Interesting. Sunny's right? not. Sunny's like an old one. Yeah. All right. So and now the most popular. So that was like where they saw the trends growing, but. The number one most popular name for boys in 2015 is Jackson. Okay. <laughs> the That's number terrible. one most popular name for girls is Sophia. Really? And they both seem so classic, right? They do. Yeah. Which is so interesting that they're talking about all of these. Because there's names. still some, you know, people with levels. There's outliers. Heads. Yeah. Oh yeah. Thank God. God. <laughs> so yeah, that is. What's going on in the world with people having That's babies? That's going on in the world today. Um, yeah, so there's no Here's more, what's happening. What happened to like John and no, not Jonathan as popular. And not what, as popular. A popular anymore. name like Jake, like me. I was the only Jake in my. Were you? Are you Jacob? I'm Jacob. Mm -hmm. Jacob. Jacob. Um, but I was the only Jake or Jacob in my like elementary, like from kindergarten through eighth grade, and that was cool. I loved it. I was like the only Jake. We oh, a lot I'm like, of, I know we a lot of Megans, Megans yeah, um, <laughs> and, and they're all spelled different. And too. Then even in high school, I don't think that there was any other Jacob. Or Jacob. I loved it. I How loved, can that be? I loved it. But now it's pretty popular because I'm a pretty popular dude, mm -hmm. and so everybody's naming their kids after me. Um, no, but I just, I, I like that it was when I was growing up, it was, I don't take much, you know, stock on it now, but I do like that there's not, there are some Noah's and, you know, around more boy than girl yeah, with an H with an H, mm -hmm. yeah. but we always like to say, Oh, it's N O A. So we're one of those weird, you people. are one of those yuppie couples. If you were to tell me <laughs> that, you know, Noah was like a sepia tone or something <laughs> in Instagram. I was hoping <laughs> uh, perfect segue for our 
Final. Next and final topic. Our the Facebook CEO, Mark Zuckerberg, yeah. and his wife Priscilla Chan, they just had a baby on Tuesday, two days ago. And they named her Max. Interestingly enough. Not Maxwell, just Max. Well, it just says Max. Okay. So this is actually really cool. If and that does it for us, guys. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> You're just like Mark Zuckerberg. So he wrote. We should start doing birthdays too. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. So he and his wife. Or it's actually really cool. If you guys are on Facebook, you should search Mark Zuckerberg. He has an open <laughs> Facebook profile. If you, you might not have heard of him. <laughs> so he wrote a whole letter. And he just calls her in, in the letter. He just says Max is her name. He wrote an open letter as a Facebook status to his daughter talking about how she embodies, you know, their hopes and dreams for the future and all of that and how he feels that the way technology in the world is going, that, you know, her generation has this job to, you know, advance technology and cure disease, but not just, you know, cure disease, but look at like treating people who are sick more so than treating people once they have the disease. And they have decided that they are going to donate 99% of all of their shares, all of their worth to charity. That's $45 billion. Yeah, I think so. He's going to be left with $450 million. So he's obviously not going to be, you know, starving. But that's giving away a lot of money. That's absolutely phenomenal. Isn't it nice However, to think... Yeah, I know. I know what you're going to do here. What, I was going to say, <laughs> isn't it nice, though, when you see somebody that's super charitable, that's, that's very wealthy? Now you're going to say the thing that... Tell me, tell the me what skeptics. Let's, let's tell me what I'm saying. That he's donating it to his own initiative, the Zuckerberg Chan Initiative, no, LLC. That's, that's fine. Like, I'm fine with that. Like, is it a business move for him? I wouldn't say 100% y- yes. Like, I'm not like one of those crazy people. Here's where I actually have a little bit of problem with, and it kind of goes back to what he started. Here comes my Jewish grandfather which again. Which is, Here you know, people <laughs> taking selfies. It's just, you know. You think uh, it's self serving? No, he's giving away $44, 45000000000 billion. So there's, I'm just going to pick at one little thing, okay. which is something I was always taught growing up. <laughs> <laughs> which you're going to do something like nice. like Don't talk about don't it. Don't talk about it, right? Um, here's what, like, and this goes into what, like the Black Friday sale mm-hmm. for REI, remember? Mm-hmm. They said, oh, we're closing our doors. And they Go posted outside. it everywhere. And yeah. they posted it everywhere. The, all their people had to post it. So people were actually working extra to post all the stuff of, hey, look at us. We're not doing this. It's kind of like the, here's like the, here's like a, I'm going to go off on another. This is, I love ending like this. <laughs> so I grew up and like, I love, before OAR is my favorite band. Like I was heavily into punk rock, like really, really punk rock music. And one of the bands was Social Distortion. And Mike Ness is the, just follow me on the story, right? <laughs> follow me on the story. Looking at you like, so, where's this going? So Mike Ness is tattooed head to toe. Okay. Head to toe. He's got like teardrops and everything. He is the epitome of punk music. You look at Mike Ness, punk music. I mean, there he is. It's awesome music. I still love it, right? And he was being interviewed by somebody. And, he's, and somebody said, you know, I see, you know, see that you're all covered in tattoos and everything. And Mike Ness is now like, you know, 55 or something, maybe in his 50s and he's got kids and stuff like that. And he says, you know, I see that you, you know, I see that you got all these tattoos. You know, what do you think about like everybody in the new, their tattoos that are coming out? They're just talking about tattoos. And Mike Ness, it was, it was so cool. And I, I, I use this so much in life now, maybe just because I'm a wuss, but is he said, you know what? He's like, you know, some of the tattoos are you know pretty cool and stuff like that, but um, you know, it's kind of punk rock not to have any tattoos now. <laughs> and I was like, yes, like That's somebody's funny. like speaking out against it. So it kind of related to with like, you know, it's like when people get tattoos, come look at my tattoo. You know mm-hmm. what? You're supposed to get it for yourself. If you're going to do something nice, you know, you don't have to call attention to it. Right. And I, everything he did was great. You know, I'm actually, I, I think that's absolutely awesome. Why post that as a Facebook book? I know that's his company and everything like that, but you know, I'm not going to toot my own horn, but you know what? Alternative daily, you know, we didn't work on Thursday or Friday. We, we actually did not do black Friday sales because I just didn't want to push for that type of things, but we don't advertise it. You just do it right. And you do it for, I didn't do it for the audience. Like I did it for the people that worked for me. Mm-hmm. And the same thing, like, you know, he shouldn't do it. He should do it for his daughter and, and everything he's doing it is, is for the right thing. But just by putting it out there. Now, I don't know if he, he had to put it out there, I think, from like SEC filings and you have to make it known, but he didn't have to do it as like a Facebook post. It's like me saying, 
Oh, you know, look how great I am. Look, look how at, charitable it's the end I of am. December and I have a lot of money in the bank account. I'm going to donate it to these charities. <laughs> Everybody like it, you know, and share it, you know, and I'm sure it's got so many likes and shares. And stuff. It's so good. I get it. But I just hate how people have to share with what they're doing and just say, look at this. Look at this. Okay. So yes. then to end on something positive, it just, no, I think it is positive. No, 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 no. I mean, this is actually really cool. I just read about this last night. Just super random, interesting fact. Elizabeth Taylor, you know, the actor and philanthropist, it, well, you know, former, I mean, obviously she passed away a few years ago. So it just came out and she's not, she's been, you know, deceased for a while now. It just came out that they found out that in her home back in the 1980s, she was running like this underground illegal distribution of medicine and vaccinations for people that had HIV and AIDS. Oh, really? Yes. It just like, have you ever heard of the movie or seen the movie, The Dallas Buyers Club? No. It's an amazing movie. I don't watch movies. And it sort of deals with this. Just um, the beach. It, it sort of deals with this whole, like in the 80s when AIDS yeah. was coming out, the epidemic and how people had a hard time. They had to go to Mexico and all of that. It just came out last night. And you can look this up online. Elizabeth Taylor was like running this illegal underground. Wow. Helping people get these vaccinations See, and things. And nobody knew about it. And it was never publicized. And they just recently discovered there's it. There's something about like. That's cool. There's something about it just tasting a little sweeter and it being a little bit better when you just don't have to share it. Right. And that's, I, I think that's how we should all live life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, um, no, I, I think it's absolutely excellent what he's doing. And I, and I agree with, you know, it, everything he said he's doing he, he's actually a pretty good dude wears the same shirt just like i You're do and just like mark zuckerberg <laughs> i'm not saying that but um i just uh uh don't don't talk about it be about it there you there go there we go what a way to end Duh. it all right well if you like this podcast and you want to listen to more of them you can find us on itunes we are also on soundcloud and the alternative connect with us on social media we are on facebook instagram twitter and pinterest yes and if you want coffee where do you go the alternative slash coffee and definitely pick up a bag of lucy's brew because it is awesome i'm wired right now <laughs> it's so good it's, we, um, and it's fair trade it's fair trade it's organic shade grown and made to roasted to roasted order. to order Roast. it's not just sitting on a shelf somewhere getting stale yeah um i shot a video for it last week that you were the producer of that's right and how long did it take me megan to do one minute five minutes it took about an hour and 15 minutes for me to do it. It was the easiest day of work I've ever had. <laughs> Thanks, guys, so awesome. much for listening. Everybody, thank you very much, and have a wonderful, wonderful And we week. will be back out here again next week. We better be. Yeah, you keep lying to them. <laughs> no, we will be. All right, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. You usually clap at the end. I know. <laughs> that, that's your cue to clap. <laughs>